Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Temper Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60 month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We are pleased now to be joining us from SI Golf. You can find her on Twitter at Gabby Herzig, H-E-R-Z-I-G, the proud alum of Sage Hen Golf at Pomona Pitzer, where she was a four-year player and a senior captain. Gabby Herzig, good morning. Thanks so much for hopping on with us. Good morning, Jason. Thank you so much for having me. Well, uh, just a little bit uh, about you. I saw from your Twitter feed you had your your radio debut with the PGA Channel over, or was that yesterday? How did it go? Did you survive? Yes, I survived. Thank, thankfully, um, this is definitely I'm definitely all the radio opportunities are somehow coming at the exact same time. But I'm happy to keep doing it. It was a blast. Um, anytime I can talk about golf, I will jump on the opportunity. So. Well, fantastic. Well, we are uh, pleased you're joining us. Your current piece up, uh, kind of a recap of round two, uh, talking about Lilia Vu and Nelly Corda um, overcoming. You know, when you go to majors, we saw it with the uh, the Masters. John Rom goes out, double bogeys the first hole, and gets all fired up, and then goes on to to win in dramatic fashion and major championships being more about overcoming obstacles, limiting the damage when you do get yourself into trouble uh, as opposed to being perfect. Uh, what so far have you thought of this Chevron championship, uh, the leaderboard? Some good names up there. Nice to see Nelly up there. Brooke Henderson's been playing great. And Lilia Vu, what's been your assessment so far through two rounds? Yeah, definitely. It was interesting to hear them both kind of echo that exact quote about, you know, accepting the bogeys, accepting the mistakes at um, especially such a difficult venue as the club at Carlton Woods, uh, Jack Nicholas design. Obviously, it's a new track for all these women. So they're all getting used to it. And like Nellie and Lilia said, it's kind of competing in a major is all about bouncing back from those setbacks. And like you like you said just now about John Romney, started with a four putt on the first hole of the Masters and went on to win. And But he had that championship winning mentality that, you know, never give up. Golf isn't a game of perfect. That's one of my favorite quotes by um, the great golf psychologist, Bob Rotella. So that was definitely a trend that I pointed out in some of these players post-round interviews, just navigating the challenges of a new venue. Um, but yeah, the Chevron championship has been amazing to watch so far. I think um, all these women are really enjoying the kind of fresh scenes in Houston. Um, and at the top of the leaderboard, we have Aylin Kim, who has actually won a major championship in Houston before at the U.S. Open. So that's going to be a great storyline heading into the weekend. Well, let's start with the course first. Obviously, uh, this particular major meant so much to the LPGA over the years. Uh, it was really it was a special event. It was all theirs. 
um, really celebrated the women's game, uh, but uh, it was hard for them when Nabisco left uh, to keep sponsors. Uh, it was early in the season, and so it was, uh, you know, they needed to play it down there earlier than later before the weather became unbearable. Uh, but we know about the traditions of Poppy's Pond and, and the pl- winning player and caddy jumping in after winning the championship. How has the new venue been received, the change in the calendar by the women on the tour? And how has the course and, and the tournament gone about trying to keep some of the traditions that made this major so special? Yeah, definitely. I think anytime a new sponsor comes in and is willing to help inflate the purse to, I think it was a 60% increase this year to $5 million purse. Um, I mean, I, I don't blame the tour for just completely jumping on that. It's really amazing to see um, the LPGA have a lot more prize money coming in and sponsors this year, some historic purses um, for these women that very much deserve it with the deep level of talent that's out there right now. But yeah, the the traditions obviously at the ANA of you know jumping in Poppy's Pond um, as the winner. That it looks like they're going to try to continue that legacy. Um, there's been a dock installed on the pond off of the 18th green, which is also a par five at the club at Carlton Woods. Um, but it looks like it's going to be optional for the winner whether they want to jump in or not. Um, it's kind of been circulating a bit on social media, but. They've installed some netting at the bottom of the pond to make sure that gators don't get into that area. <laughs> Apparently, they have tested the water to make sure there are no bacteria floating around in there. So it's it's a little bit risky, I would say. It's not the you know chlorinated pool that yeah. Mission Hills had installed off the 18th green that kind of made all the players feel very comfortable. But um, I, we've heard a couple. A couple of girls talk about it this week, and a few are like, oh, I would definitely jump in, no questions asked, and others were a little bit hesitant, I would say. Well, we saw um, Christina Kim have to, I don't know if it was the same pond, but we saw yeah. her get in there. Uh, she she put one inside the penalty area on the side of the hill and uh, managed to get out of there okay. I know, I saw that. I was laughing because everyone's been talking about the snakes and the alligators and the ponds this week, and apparently after the round she mentioned that. She scanned the area pretty well before she decided to hit the shot, which I think is definitely necessary out in Houston. <laughs> Chatting here with Gabby Herzig from Sports Illustrated Golf uh, on Twitter, at Gabby Herzig, H-E-R-Z-I-G. Uh, so you look, uh, how was the course, though, held up? Uh, Mission Hills uh, was iconic. Uh, but a lot of players with a lot of experience there knew that like the back of their hand. You mentioned new courts, new kind of even playing field for everybody. How have they taken to the course uh, so far from, you know, what you kind of heard through the grapevine? Mm -hmm. Yeah, we've heard a bunch of players talk about how it's really impossible to compare these two venues just because of how different they are. We've got new grass in Houston, um, totally different layout. We've heard a lot of players talk about um, the demand off the tee, working the ball both ways and really forcing players to kind of use their imagination and, and put themselves in the best position in the fairway in order to have even a shot at getting a birdie look. Um, we've also heard a couple of people talk about how narrow the greens are and how tricky the slopes are. And um, you really have to position yourself in the right place with some of these tricky pin locations and, and tough bunkers surrounding the greens. Um, but yeah, I think definitely they're, they got a lot of rain, and on Friday morning, the tee times were delayed a couple of hours, but it looks like the course is holding up great. Um, a lot of 
ladies were taking to social media to praise the greenskeeping crew for getting everything together so quickly on Friday morning to get them back out there. So it seems like um, it's being really well received so far, even though it's definitely a challenging venue. I think a lot of these women really welcome that challenge. Well, and you would hope you would have that for a major championship. You look at the leaderboard, you mentioned Aylin Kim, uh, a major winner, but Lilia Vu at seven under, one back. I think she's been uh, the talk so far of the LPGA Tour, won for the first time at Thailand earlier this year. This was a player that was ranked as the number one amateur while she was at UCLA a few years back. Thought she would have immediate success going to the tour. It didn't happen right away. COVID got in the way, as it did for a lot of players. Uh, mm-hmm. But she just seems uh, a very, very delightful personality, um, but had to... She seemed like one where golf was everything as she was going up uh, through the amateur ranks through college and uh, discovered that she needed to keep a little bit better perspective and, and upon gaining it, now was just ready to thrive. Yeah, I really, really enjoyed reading her um, transcript from her post-round interview yesterday. She obviously had an incredibly decorated amateur career. Um, UCLA, she was a star player there. You mentioned she was the number one amateur in the world for 31 weeks until she turned pro. And the only reason why that reign ended was because she decided to turn pro. Um, she was also a member of the U.S. Curtis Cup team in 2018, where they won in dominant fashion at um, Quaker Ridge Country Club. And I was actually there on site and remember kind of watching her and saying, you know, this girl's going to really be something someday. But it took her a while. It, pro-life really, I think, hits you right on sometimes. Um, being Playing in college is so different than being out there on your own, traveling week to week. You don't have a team surrounding you. You don't have school as kind of that distraction to keep you from thinking about um, golf all the time. But, yeah, she she's definitely gotten things together mentally, it seems like. Um, she talked about how during COVID she was reading a lot of self-help books and um, – you know, really putting in the work to get her in a better place with her mental game and not treating every mistake as a life or death scenario. And I think that's really, really served her well, clearly, because she's, she's I think, come in the top 15 in all of her starts this season, plus her first ever LPGA victory, which has obviously got her locked up for a couple of years now. Um, so she's in a comfortable spot. Her game is clearly um, tiled in right now. So I think she's Definitely, definitely someone to watch this weekend. So the the start of the LPGA calendar uh, is a little disjointed. Obviously, the PGA Tour has it. I mean, they're locked in pretty much every week. For them, it's like, okay, where do I take a week off? They're dealing with these designated elevated events now, trying to figure out, at least for the top players, okay, if I got to play in these so I can get into another pot of money at the end of the season. How do, where do I take a break for the LPGA? Do they have enough? Have they have enough consistent competitive play the way that it's set up going into the first major from your perspective as, as a former collegiate player? Yeah, that's a good question. I haven't really thought about it, but now that I, now that I do think about it, it's definitely a little bit more sparse than what the PGA tour guys have set up for them. Um, and I know one player who really hasn't played that much this year has been Lexi Thompson. Um, this, this major, the first major of the year was only her third start of the calendar year. She played in Saudi Arabia, and then she played at the Drive-On Championship in Arizona where she missed the cut, and now she's just missed another cut. So um, we heard her talk about some wrist issues at the beginning of the week, but 
clearly it's taken some of these players a bit of time to kind of warm up, I would say, and get into that mid-season form. Um, another one that comes to mind is Jennifer Cupcho, the defending champion this week. She's definitely had a, a bit of a rocky start to her season and, and then missed the cut again here. So maybe that is something for the LPGA to look to next year and maybe adding in a couple more events um, in the early season. But at the same time, these women have such a packed schedule going for them for the rest of the summer, especially these next couple of months. U.S. Women's Open coming up. The PGA Championship is at um, Baltus Roll in New York, an amazing major venue, and then U.S. Open at Pebble Beach. So they have a lot to look forward to, and maybe the maybe the sparse play in the early season is for good reason. <laughs> no question. And you throw in a couple of those tournaments are over in Southeast Asia, so that always, mm-hmm. you know, it's not like the – you know, PGA where they're in California and Arizona for a month and a half. So a couple of names that we see that are very familiar on top of the leaderboard. Brooke Henderson's at six under, as is Nellie Corda. Uh, Brooke's got a victory this season. Uh, She seems poised maybe to go on a run where she has one of those special uh, Lorena Ochoa seasons, uh, a Lydia Co season with a major, maybe two and six wins. Uh, Is Nelly completely healed from that that blood clot issue uh, at about this time last year that she was really uh, concerned about? It seems like she's got it all back together. Yeah, it seems like it to me. I don't think she's talked about any pain recently and, Obviously, looking at her swing, I mean, I, I don't know about you guys, but I could watch her swing golf club, you know, a million times over. It's genuinely mesmerizing. So she looks to be in great form. I think she just has talked about a couple blips here and there, a couple three putts that she needs to kind of avoid. But um, like I talked about in my piece last night, she's been really, really great at bouncing back from those setbacks and kind of having that short-term memory loss mindset where just put it out of mind, out of sight, and go move on to the next hole and hopefully um, look for birdies out there. So uh, who do you like uh, going into the weekend? Uh, how far back do you think somebody might be able to come on this course, obviously, that uh, a lot of players are still getting used to? You've got 15 players within four shots of the lead starting the third round. Yeah, I think – Someone I'm really excited about, I don't know if she could be a contender to win, but she's definitely in the mix, is um, amateur Amari Avery. She's a sophomore at USC, um, and she's actually playing She's playing the course blind right now. She just came off of Pac-12s, where USC won the team title. So she's on this crazy run of momentum right now, but didn't get to see the course for any practice rounds. Um, and she's at two under right now, tied for 26 as an amateur playing the course blind. Um, she has her dad on the bag. And if you haven't heard anything about Amari, she, um, she's this All-American star. Her, her name kind of got out there in the 2013 documentary called The Short Game that followed a bunch of junior golfers and their families and kind of looked into the life of these elite junior players. And that's where she took off, and she's really held her own since um, she played on the winning Curtis Cup team last year, where she won, I think she was maybe – four and one she had an amazing record as a as a rookie on the Curtis Cup team um so I'm really excited to watch how she puts together these last two rounds over the weekend it looks like she's I think even through her first two holes today um so it's really exciting to see some of this young talent rising through the ranks I mean we saw Sam Bennett at the Masters um just put on an unbelievable performance coming in his fifth year senior year fifth year at Texas A&M um, so it just kind of shows how deep the talent pool in golf is right now. And 
it's just really exciting to see. Well, we're looking uh, forward to it. Uh, you'll be covering this event uh, for SI Golf. So it's uh, si.com slash golf. You can go get the full articles. You can get links to them uh, at Gabby Herzig, H-E-R-Z-I-G. So collegiate player, a proud Sage Hen. Great nickname, by the way. <laughs> Much better than my alma mater. So, uh, uh, but uh, where did you like to play most? What course uh, down there in the California area did you uh, really thoroughly enjoy for people that need to get out of the wet and the muck up here, go down south and play somewhere? Yeah, there we played a bunch of courses in the kind of Inland Empire area. Um, one that comes to mind, which we didn't necessarily play for college, but I kind of would go there with my teammates when we had off weeks or in the fall was um, this amazing course called Oak Quarry. It's, um, it's probably 45 minutes away from Claremont where um, my college was, Pomona College. And it's built into this like old rock quarry. So you have these holes that are surrounded by giant rock formations and you literally feel like you're on a different planet playing the golf course. And it's kind of a, a hidden gem in, in the inland um, California southern california area so i highly recommend that course there to we, anyone who's, who's over there and then uh obviously the pga has got the team event what would your walk-up music be oh that is such a good question um hmm i haven't thought about this one i guess i'm i'm into i'm into dance music i'm really liking um john summer right now fisher who's a dj that performed at actually the live australia event the other day maybe maybe something something like that to uh to hype the crowd up (laughs) there you go well it's been a pleasure hopefully uh we can reach out and have you uh back on the show here as uh all the tours get into their uh meat of their schedule with majors coming up gabby herzig thanks so much uh enjoy the rest of uh the chevron championship and we'll look for your coverage at uh, si.com slash golf thank you so much jason happy to go on how powerful is cox internet Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. 
Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.